Minutes on Mastery is brought to you by Athletic Greens. This is former United States Women's National Volleyball Team member Cassidy Lichman on the Finding Mastery podcast with Michael Gervais, explaining why she believes focus is the most important mindset skill to train. So if you were to help a 10-year-old start their path (laughs) towards some sort of inner command or mastery, would you say, hey, listen, little kid, it's really (laughs) important that you get your confidence right? Or is it about arousal regulation? Or would you start them off on focus? Would you start them on imagination and imagery? Well, setting goals? Mm. I kind of doubt that, but... Yeah, I think, well, I think with, with little kids, I would probably start them on confidence because I think there's just, I think self-talk, there's just an, like an epidemic of of just terrible self-talk. And that's having worked with a lot of little kids now that I coach some. But if we're talking about what's going to get you to the, the top level, all of them are obviously crucial. Um, but to me, to me, I would answer focus. And I think it's kind of cheating because I think focus gets you everywhere else. So if you if you look at all these other things, what disrupts the calm and the confidence and everything, it's it's not being present, right? It's worrying about um, the past and the future. What did I what did I just do that was wrong? What was the mistake that I just made? Or what are people gonna think if I don't do this right now? Um, so to me, that focus in the moment. Um, gets rid of all of those, all of those questions, and just allows me to to do what I'm doing. And then, what's a one way that you would suggest people train it? I mean, there's lots, obviously, but what would be the one that you would say, "Hey, start this way." Mm, what would be the thing? I I think um, I don't know if this is exactly what you're looking for, but I think especially in sports, it's it's like a reframing of uh, the competitive mindset. I think to to me, a lot of people think that being competitive is being the the loudest or the angriest or whatever, having the biggest reaction to what just went wrong. And probably just given my nature, that's never been (laughs) how I felt about it. I always felt like being competitive is doing the most that you can to win. And that usually doesn't involve uh, a lot of like screaming and all these other things. So it involves, you know, getting on to the next task as quickly as possible. Mm. Um, mm. So the way that I, this is kind of specific to volleyball, but I'm sure it can apply to other places. The way that I framed it, I, I remember being like uh, probably 15. And this is around the time that, that blocking becomes a thing because you're tall enough in volleyball. And it, it's a big uh, momentum shifter, like energy shifter in, in our sport. So that, I mean, you can imagine those things in, in other sports too. And like a sack in football, I think would probably be similar, like a defensive move that just shifts all the momentum. And so I remember watching that happen and then watching the faces of the girls who just got blocked and the body language of them and seeing how it affected them one point or two points or three points later and the rest of their team. And I looked at that and went, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I want to I want to figure out how to not do that. And so what I decided was that for any given point, there were really two points available. One was in the play that we just had. Okay, I hit a ball um, and got blocked. We lost the point. The second point is that space right after that. If I let them see that it affected me, 
if I put my head down, if I walk away, if I get frustrated, I lose the point. But if I keep my head up, shoulders back, I walk back and I want the next ball, then I win that point. And in that moment, it was just about blocking, but it became kind of how I thought about uh, reacting within the game. Oh, the it's space a, between. It's, it's the space between. <laughs> it yeah. is. So, it's so good. I, there's this, yeah, I just think there's this misconception that like the game, especially for us, that it exists like once the whistle blows and then the whistle stops it, and it, it's a start and stop thing. It's like, no, the game is three hours long, plus, you know, including time before and a little bit of time after. So I'm going to be in it that whole time. And so whether or not I just won the point that just happened, I'm going to be beating them at the game that they don't even know we're playing. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. I mean, you've, you're just loaded with like really rich insights. And that one I bet is like one that people are going to be like, oh, I really like that one. But let alone <laughs> like all the 15 other things about how to orientate yourself to do difficult things. is like, yeah. It, uh, yeah, so awesome. For the full Finding Mastery podcast, head over to findingmastery.net or check us out on Apple Podcasts. And for a special offer from Athletic Greens, head to athleticgreens.com slash findingmastery.